And there you go. We we did it. Probably means nothing. Who cares? That's just like our podcast. We did it. Probably means nothing. Who cares? <laughs> I know one guy that cares. Oh. The the one guy that cares is of course super fan Chris. And Chris, you said you you didn't want to come in in the intro, but then you made that great joke. So now you're in, buddy. Yeah, Superfan Chris is on the podcast this week, guys. Okay, cut oh, yeah, solid I forgot. Gold. I, was, I was supposed to be quiet during the intro. He's in the he's in the fucking Thunderdome. Two Chris's enter, one Chris leaves. What's going on, Super Chris? How much, boys? How you been? Thanks for thanks for having me on. Do you think you could take Chris Pine in a full on fist fight? Yes or no? No. He's like five four, isn't he? I think you got him. Well, I. Th- no, like, I think physically, yeah, I could take him, but it's just, like, that jaw, like, I'd have to just do all body shots, because one want to hit. cut you with that well, jaw. Well, yeah, that jawline of his. You couldn't do, couldn't do head body, head body, head body, you'd have to just do body, body, no, body, just, body. Just body. If it yeah. was me, personally, if I was, if I was fighting Chris Pine, I'd gently embrace him softly first, you know, I'd get to know him. <laughs> Maybe maybe tell him how much I like him. It'd it'd be like I'd be I'd be slowly just weaken his defenses over years, and then you know eventually just take him out in his sleep. You'd penetrate him with your heart or whatever. <laughs> I don't. Okay. That sounded weird. Nope, that's just a segue. Hug him until he loves you. That's a segue uh, until later. Andrew, it is episode twelve. Dirty dozen, baby. Woo! Dirty dozen. This is huge. Like we're really making strides. Episode twelve of what, right? Well, let me tell you. Tuck and rolls. It's a movie podcast by a guy who likes movies. That's me and a movie guy. That's you. I mixed them up this week because we're at 12, so I want to keep our listeners guessing. Yeah, that's why you did it. With special guests, Super Frank Chris, a.k.a. Super Chris. Better than Chris Pine. Better than Chris Pine, but where do I fall under Chris Hemsworth? Am I above or well, No, Pine is oh. the best Chris. Yeah, we decided. Oh, I forgot about Hemsworth, though, because I just know him as Thor from Thor 3. You don't um, know him from his blockbuster movie Black Hat? Or, uh, well, that was a Michael Mann one too. Slow burn. It was bad. It was super bad. <laughs> Slow burn. Was was he not in? Uh, uh, what was that? The ca- the lost cabin, cabin in the woods. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he uh, he was the jock in that one. Um, good movie. So yeah, it's a movie podcast. Did you guys watch any good movie or TV shows this week? Tuck, I didn't watch any movies this week, and I I'm hesitant what? to say it because the I didn't watch any hell? movies last week either. And it's like, that's my thing. It's like, I'm supposed to watch a lot of movies. I got bad news, buddy. Jack shit's coming out right now. There's nothing to watch. Yeah, like, I find something to watch every week because I watch bad movies sometimes. But, like, you, what, do you play video games? Do you, are you starting a video game podcast? My I back? haven't played a lot of video games. Shout out Fall Guys, my listeners, they know. Wow. Wow. Like, Ryan, you're not on a video game podcast, but this would be good because now you can start a Twitch stream. I think that's exactly what our listeners want to do. They want to watch you play video games and talk about the movies that you think of while you're playing video games. Buddy, if I I could get away with not having a job and just being like a Twitch verified partner, you better fucking believe I would. Yeah, that would be sweet until you got kicked off for inappropriate content. Um, Like Dr. Disrespect? Is that a- Yeah, that's what I was was meant. Yeah. I know. We still don't know why he got kicked off. Now here's- Okay, here's it for for our non-super nerds. 45 seconds, 45 seconds. Twitch is a, is a streaming platform where you play video games and you live stream it to your fans. Uh, Twitch paid a fucking guy named Dr. Disrespect a lot of money to be contracted to only stream on Twitch because he had a lot of people watching him. And then they booted him from the platform and nobody knows why yet and he won't say why and they won't say why other than, well, he, he, broke, he violated our rules. And... He's saying it was unfair, but the thing is, they just signed this very large contract, so they would not ah, do that. Time. Time. Yeah. Time. You lost That's it. Fair. That's Sorry. fair. I, I do appreciate that because we are going to be on Twitch, but for now, you know where you can find us on social media? Segway! You can find us on Instagram at Tuck and Rolls, which is T-U-C-K-N-R-O-L-L-S, and on, oh, what's our other? <laughs> Instagram and Twitter. Twitter. That's the other one. You can find We're us on, on MySpace. We're on Tom's top five. I wish we would be on MySpace. But yeah, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at Tuck and Rolls. Give us a shout out. We had a lot of great interaction. This is actually how Chris got onto the podcast because he interacted us with a, a lot with us on Instagram. And we had a lot of great interaction. You didn't Entourage watch Entourage super fan loves to, loves to leave us voicemails about Entourage. Just deep cuts, boys. Deep cuts. Deep, deep cuts. Deep cuts. 
Um, we don't have a voice memo this week because Chris is on the show and he's the only one who loves us enough to leave one. So can you guys get off your asses and go to anchor.fm slash tuck and rolls. Leave us a freaking voicemail, would you? We'll play it. We'll play it. We did. All I want is sharks with freaking laser beams on their head. Is that too much to ask? (laughs) That was a deep cut. We, um, we, you didn't watch any movies, but our listeners did. Do you want to hear a listener review? Uh, oh my God. Yes. What is this? I got, got one from Instagram. Shout out, uh, shout out Zim and the Rocket. He He's one of our Instagram followers. He's a buddy of mine from high school who the podcast reconnected. Wow, huge cool. flex. He, Friends in high school. I get it. Yep, okay, you're better I than did. me. We didn't, I didn't even have a projector to play Halo on. <laughs> um, so he watched Predator, the new one from a couple of years ago on Netflix. Uh, the Predator. Yeah, The Predator. Is that what it is? I believe <laughs> it's so. It's the new one. Yes. The new Predator. He gave it a four out of 10. He said oh, that's. It would have been a two. No, here's why. It would have been a 2 out of 10, but it had some gore, which he usually didn't care about. That made it a 3 out of 10. And Key from Key and Peele, which made it a 4 out of 10. Key so he gave it a 4 Key. out of yeah. 10. Yeah. Now, have you, Chris, have you seen that new Predators? Or Pre- The Predator? I have seen and it. You, how do you feel about that 4 out of 10? I actually did go watch it in the So theater. did I. Did we watch it together? <laughs> Back. I don't. Oh, we might Maybe. have. I definitely um, saw it in the theater. I think, yeah, I was going to say, like, the only scene that, like, actually sticks out to me from that whole movie, like, okay, of course, there's the shower scene, which I think is in every bad horror film. But, like, when they're when they're at the hotel and, like, the, the girls passed out on the bed and they're all standing around trying to figure out, like, the best way to yeah, wake her up. Yeah, just a group of stone-cold weirdos. Yeah, like hilarious. That scene, that scene was hilarious. Yeah. But besides that, I thought the rest of the movie was bad. So, what's your out of ten score? Oh, I think four is like four seems okay. See, I feel like it's it's it would be right around a four. I feel it's a little better than that. Like I would give it like a six. Um, it definitely is not my favorite. Um, Predator Universe movie, which obviously is Predators, which ate with Adrian Brody, which fucking rules, slaps ass. Actually, uh, but that this... one is probably my favorite. Yeah, for sure. And then it is the, the original with Arnold. Yeah. Uh, but this one was like, it's fun. And it is, this one was directed by Shane Black, uh, who did the original, wrote the original, didn't direct it, sorry. That was John McTiernan who directed it. What is wrong with my brain? Um, but he wrote it. So that's, that's he, he. there's a lot of like fun dialogue and stuff in this new one, but it just, it doesn't exactly work. So I feel like four out of 10 is a bit low. I would go six out of 10. Tuck, you haven't watched it? No, not yet. I was, I'm going to watch it because I love the Predator universe. I'm disappointed you guys didn't pick Predator 2 with Danny Glover. That movie sucks. That. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. I love that movie. Um, I watched it when I was a kid, so there's a bit of nostalgia. Predators 2 with Danny Glover, to me, tried so hard to be like Die Hard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Where it's like, I don't know, there's like, oh, there's Predator downtown and he's taking on the... Simba. Can you... Can you? Oh hell yeah! Oh, yeah. Dog. No, oh, yeah. it's cool. We love dogs on the pod. Bring <laughs> them on. The ma- this is how the magic happens. Just give me two sex. I'll give her a bone. Yeah, It'll no problem. Up. No problem. I always um, uh, I to keep Charlotte quiet. I toss her some treats before we start recording too. <laughs> My beautiful wife Charlotte, of course. Shout out Charlotte. Sorry about that. No worries. So Chris, it was interesting that you said that you felt that um the second Predator movie was trying to be like Die Hard because. John McTiernan, who directed Predator, also directed the first Die Hard, but he didn't. Predator he didn't direct five? that second Predator, I don't think. Oh, okay, but yeah, back to this one. So you guys agree, four to ten? And no, six out, out of ten. I would say six out of six ten. out of ten. Okay, we'll give it a five as a pod score. I'll just base my score off that. And just copy you guys, but um, <laughs> I just want to shout out Zim and the Rocket because he's got some great content on Instagram. He's he's interacting with us, which is what we love. Like Chris could attest to this. We'll talk to you guys. We'll talk. Yeah. I'm very lonely. I will talk to you. Yeah, we'll talk to you. So if you do that and you want to give us a movie review, shout out. Like Ryan obviously isn't holding up his end of the podcast. Yeah. So if you watch something great, let us know. Tuck, or if you I, was, want... I was busy this week, Tuck. I know. I know. I'm not knocking. You put together a bike rack, which is I very built. Impressive. I built something with my own two hands. In front of mechanics. <laughs> Chris, yes. I built something in front of my mechanics. So I was like fucking sweating and Just... nervous. I had to use a, a, a ratchet set that I apparently own that maybe has been used twice in six years. But I, I, so 
for those of you listening, you know that my wife is going on this like uh, tremendous bike trip and we don't have a bike rack. We bought one of those trunk mount ones and it was just a real piece of shit. And I was like, I can't, <laughs> I don't feel good strapping my bikes to this and then hitting the highway. Like you're gambling with the cost of your bikes there. Right. And I was just, I can't do it, but my CRV doesn't have a hitch. So then I was like, well, I need to get a hitch to use a yeah, platform rack. So I had to get my mechanics to install a hitch. They gladly took all my money, all of it. Oh, all and of then it. Yep. they were like, they were like, well, you got the, you got the rack in the car there. Like you want us to put it together for you. And I was like, I was just, I didn't know what else to say. I was like, guys, I'm going to be very honest with you. I would love that, but I'm not willing to pay your shop rate for it because it is something I could do probably just barely, but I could do it myself. So I don't feel comfortable doing that. And they're like, okay. So then when I, I rode my bike there to pick up my car and then had to build the bike rack so that I could bring my bike home. And yeah, so it was like in their parking lot with my ratchet set that I've never used. And it worked. It's all good. We did it. I fucking nailed it. So you're just like, just lefty, loosey, righty, tighty, lefty, loosey, righty, tighty. That's all you're saying to yourself the there whole time. There was only, honestly, three bolts and like three <laughs> pins. I'm very happy that you were able to do that. Thank you. Appreciate <laughs> it. I'm a very tough man. I'm also very proud of you, Ryan, for having like a socket set in your car. Well, no, it was in my basement, and then I took it out, and I put it in my car so that I could do this. But now it's in my car because I will need it. You know, I want it there for the trip in case I need to do any adjusting or anything. So, yeah, I don't watch movies anymore. I'm a real gearhead now. Uh, next week, we're just going to talk about <laughs> my uh, my kit car that I'm putting together. Is that a thing still? I have no clue. Kit kit cars aren't a thing, no. Cool. That's uh, That went out in 1988. So sp- speaking of kit cars, I can do this. I can do this, Tuck. Speaking of kit cars, this week's topic, bad boys, what you going to do, uh, slash Michael Bay. So a man that is yeah. in, a million kit cars in his movies, uh, Bad Boys for Life, the third Bad Boys movie. Um, Chris and I have both seen it. Tuck, you recently watched it. Chris, did we go to the theater to see it? You and I went to the theater oh, to watch yeah. 2020, 2020 top grossing movie. Here it we literally go. is the top grossing movie of 2020 because like, I think Chris and I saw it like January 2nd before the world turned to like yeah. absolute shit. So it's the top grossing movie. It's made... Uh, about 450 uh, million worldwide, uh, and that puts it about 33 slots ahead of Bloodshot. <laughs> so, this is awesome because I love the Bad Boys movies. That's what Chris said. He said, I want to come on the podcast and just talk Bad Boys movies. And we're like, okay, well, we could fill an hour. <laughs> I don't think our listeners are going to care. It hurts my feelings every time when Ryan's just like, Look, Tuck, nobody cares about bad boys, and I'll be yelling at my my car radio like, I care about bad boys. Like that, like, like There's not just Tuck. When I was talking about that box with my mama's titties or whatever, you're, I was saying yeah. he, he wasn't getting Hilarious. It. Thank you. Thank you, Chris. Oh, some of the scenes in bad boys. Um, like the the first time when they introduce Reggie, when Reggie comes to the house oh, and he's going to pick big, up Big, tall, ludicrous-looking motherfucker. <laughs> Yeah. yeah like hilarious absolutely hilarious I, you ever made mon- love to a man do you, you want as, to you as, as like, much as i would love to just hear you guys just quote bad boys all night um i i can't let it happen what um you know you know who you are right now you're my, you're captain howard you're just captain howard just let us yeah, just let us just, do what we do just, Cap, just let us do what we yeah. do. Is is Captain Howard beloved character actor Joe Pantilono? Because that is a compliment, and I will take it. He is, yes. He is, Great. yeah. Boom, thank you. Look, uh, Bad Boys, Bad Boys 2, fun, but poorly dated, much like a lot of the movies we talk about when you go back no, and watch them. There's a lot of things really? that, that age poorly. And that's not, uh, uh, that's not an insult to Bad Boys in Bad Boys 2. That's... Every movie, ha- most movies age poorly. Like, what would you say ages poorly? Uh, like in the second one, like multiple, multiple punchlines are just like homophobic, straight up, just like, oh, that's I wouldn't do that with a guy, no, or like, oh, that's gay, or you know, in the first one, Will Smith actually, actually, in the first one, the end of Bad Boys involves uh, Will Smith uh, telling Martin Lawrence that he loves him. And that almost didn't happen. Will Smith refused to do it. Refused oh. to tell another man that he loved him. Because apparently that's wrong. Hey, Tuck. 
I love you, buddy. I love See? you too, buddy. That's what a real man does. Chris, yeah, no. I'm warming up to you. But I gotta say, like, I think just movies in general, a lot of them just don't age well. Oh, 100%. Like, you're correct. Like look, I said, it's... Look at look at Blaze, Blazing Saddles. Yeah. <laughs> like, there is no way Blazing Saddles would ever get made no, today. No, absolutely. And again, but so it, in the, it's... In the 70s, everybody thought it was hilarious. I'm not specifically holding it against bad boys. It's, it's just one of those things that makes it tough for Freeman to enjoy. But, okay, I way off topic. Um, too busy telling Tuck how much I love him. Yeah, so I honestly think that Bad Boys 1 and Bad Boys 2 are one of the few movies that, yeah, there's a few punchlines, but it's not every punchline, and that's not the focal point. Like, you look at a lot of the What is the focal point? And... Explain the plot of Bad Boys. It's about busting drug dealers. It's a buddy cop Right. Yeah. It's it's your throwback to, like, Tango and Cash. Rank your Bad Boys, Chris. Rank them. Oh, Bad Boys 2, Bad Boys, and then Bad Boys for Life. Yep. Yeah, uh, same easy yeah, okay so next question so bad boys 3 clearly didn't hold up to the bad boy cinematic universe standard no uh no it didn't but i i will say this i i liked it enough for it to be a third movie in a trilogy and i did love the callbacks i thought the story in bad boys 3 i thought there was some really big reaches i think the thing that works about bad boys 1 and 2 is the fact that it's like these are just buddy cops, and yeah, there's something personal involved, but it's not as personal as Bad Boys Three. No spoilers, yeah. but like... I I do know the thing you're talking about, and I hate that about Bad Boys for Life. Like the the thing you're talking about, the 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 reach, and I don't want to yeah. I don't want to like, it's fine, Spoiler. yeah, but like yeah. it's just like not good in my opinion. It's no. like it's so fucking over the moon. I did like the fact that he had the relationship, the previous relationship with the the main bad guy. We're going to say this, I guess, whatever. Are we, we doing spoilers like... now? Spoilers for yeah. this movie spoilers. that came out in January? Uh, Yep, I'm going to do it. Spoilers like... for Bad Boys for Life. So, I mean, just turn, honestly, turn off the podcast. It's not worth your time. Well, we'll let you know the time. Like, we're, I'll, I'll put the times text, in the description. Text so me what we did for when Joker. you turn this off right now. Text me, and then I'll text you back when it's time to turn it back on. I don't know how that's going to work. It's a problem for future Ryan. But yeah, no, I did like the fact that they had that relationship. I thought that was good. I didn't like the whole... Uh, I, you could see it coming. Like there's a scene when he looks into his eyes, and you're like, okay, well, yeah, I know what's gonna happen here. But, but yeah, I thought. Uh, so I watched Bad Boys for Life last night, and then I watched Bad Boys right after it. And the first ten minutes of Bad Boys, where they get pulled over by the carjackers, and they're just back and forth, and the dialogue, and it's just it's so much better. Tuck, do you and want Martin a fun fact? Lawrence, what that scene was not part of the original Bad Boys. After they were done wrapping filming, they were back in L.A. because they filmed it in Miami. Obviously, sorry, Miami. Um, Miami. Yeah, party in the city where the heat is on, clearly. Mr. 305. <laughs> so they went back to L.A. They were doing uh, post-production, and they all kind of figured, I don't know who they all is in this particular case. Michael Bay for sure, and probably the production company realized, like, one of the things that works good about Bad Boys is the, the fun banter between uh, Will Smith and Martin Lawrence, and they're, like, funny, fun guys. And in, in all the, the, the movie and the trailers, like, it's it, it kind of sets it up as, like, a more hard action film. And so they felt that the open that they had didn't really quite prepare the audience, so they then filmed that opening sequence where they get pulled over, and it was that's awesome. after the fact. With, with Tig. Actually, that's... I think that's I think that's one of the things too. Like Bad Boys One and Bad Boys Two have such great opening scenes. Uh, Bad Boys Two, I saw downtown Portland, like opening weekend, and there's like it starts off with the whole like KKK rally. Yes, um, Martin Lawrence gets shot in I'm the surra- ass. Yeah, right. Oh, and it's just whoa. like some of the lines that come out of there yeah. are hilarious. Blue power, motherfucker. I think that was the thing. Like, yeah. And it was that was the thing, like for me, like like Bad Boys for Life doesn't really have that like great beginning oh. opening scene that like sticks out. Because they're to like sixty five, oh. it wouldn't happen. It was awful. The opening was awful, and it, yeah. it's him going to his baby, and they got all this unnecessary police work, and it's like, hey, this is not the right way to set this up. Like Bad Boys Two starts no. with that whole starts with the drug manufacturing, and then it's got the the shipment coming in, and Johnny Tapia going fucking beaches. Like, that's such a great line. Like, it's two words. Yeah. He's such a good bad guy. But, yeah, no. Bad Boys 3, I was... Oh, okay, here's the things I liked. Like, this is a... Say something nice about Bad Boys for Life. Here's what I liked. I liked that they had Michael Bay as the MC at the wedding. I thought that was a great cameo. I liked that Reggie was the same actor, and they referenced his whole, like, 
the first time Mike met him and stuff. I thought that was good. Like all the callbacks yeah. were great. I didn't like that they didn't include Henry Rollins. He wasn't in it. I wanted to see him again. And there was no John Sally, NBA champion, John Sally. He wasn't in it. The the computer guy from the first two, right? The guy with the yeah. tall guy with glasses. Sure. Uh, you lost me at NBA. No, he's the t- the tall guy with glasses, right? The guy that was in jail <laughs> in the first one. And, right. And no, I got it. Um, yeah. You you guys know that Michael Bay didn't direct the third one, right? He didn't do Bad Boys for Life? Yeah, I thought that was a good yeah. shout out to him. And I thought the guys, do I thought know, the directors. Do you know why he didn't direct it? No. Well, um, Bad Boys, the trilogy, I believe all three, are rated R, right? Yep. Uh, well, the last one, Bad Boys 2, came out in 2003. And since 2003, not a lot, honestly, of rated R movies hit in the theaters Almost everything tries to be under 14A or PG-13 if they can because you make way more money. So basically they said, if we're doing Bad Boys 3 rated R, like we can't afford to get Michael Bay. Now, that's what was reported. So, I mean, you've got Will Smith, Martin Lawrence already pulling in presumably big salaries. I assume Will Smith more so than Martin Lawrence. Sorry, Martin. Uh, but then you probably can't afford Michael Bay as well, and you especially can't afford him if you're doing rated R where you know your income is going to be cut because less people can see it. Uh, I thought they did a good job of paying homage to him, though. Like, they still have those wide-angle scenic shots and, like... The classic Michael Bay shot where you're looking up and you're doing the helicopter spin. You know what I'm talking about? Yep, and they did the whole, you pan up, and Martin Lawrence stands up, and then Will, Stis, Will yes. Smith stands up behind him, like yep. that shot. That's they did good. that. They did a lot of it. They there was a there was one moment at the end of the movie when it was a sunrise scenic shot of Miami, and then all of a sudden it flashes to like midday, and I was like, oh, Ryan would have hated that. I thought <laughs> about that. <laughs> okay, so Chris, you said one of the things you love about the Bad Boy series is the. Chemistry, chemistry is, I think, the right word. The chemistry between Will Smith and Martin Lawrence, right? The back and forth. Yeah, just the the back and forth. Like, um, talk. You'll know, like in the in the first in the first Bad Boys, right? Like Martin Lawrence has to fill in. I guess spoilers from nineteen ninety five. Martin Lawrence has to fill in or pretend to be uh, Will Smith's character, and he's standing um, there Mike, in front Mike of the Rowell, mirror. Right? And he's like, I'm Mike Lowry. I'm Mike Lowry. Will Smith says his name normally, but for some reason when Martin Lawrence says it, he says Mike Lowry. doesn't make any sense. Mike Lowry. Yeah. Like, it doesn't make any sense whatsoever. And then, like, Will Smith comes around the corner and he just looks at him and he's like, like, stop playing around. Like, let's get to work. (laughs) It's so And it was just like, it's such a, like, it's such a realistic, like, they have such a realistic relationship on screen. It's like if they were two real people that were cop partners, you would be like, yeah, that's probably how they would act. Chris, I'm so excited it's... that you told me about their realistic relationship because I have more fun behind the scenes facts. Can we, do you I, guys, uh, is this fun? Can sec. I keep doing this? I just want to, yeah, you can because I think you did your research, which props to Ryan. He didn't watch any movies. He just read Bad yeah. Boys facts all week. <laughs> but no, I think, I think, uh, I think that's a really good point because the whole movie, you're watching it and you're just like, this is, these guys should be arrested. Like they're doing the exact thing that cops shouldn't do. But then their relationship know, is very real. Up shit these days, guys. Heads up. Like their relationship is very, very real. And I, yeah, I agree with that. That sentiment. Good point, Chris. Okay, Ryan, what are you gonna do to ruin it? I <laughs> know uh, I'm not gonna ruin it. This is gonna make it better for you. Trust me. So, um, awesome. The first Bad Boys. This is mostly first Bad Boys because after that they're pretty well established. So Michael Bay. This was his directorial debut. Before this, he had done mostly meatloaf music videos. Not a joke. <laughs> he did. Yeah, Shout he did out Bad meatloaf. Out of Hell. <laughs> yeah. That that actually won a bunch of awards. Bad Out of Hell won a bunch of Grammys, and then Meatloaf was a former opera singer. Oh, I didn't know that. I mean, he yeah. knew he was a former Rocky Horror Picture, Sto- Picture Show star, but I didn't know about the opera. Yeah, he did opera before he did rock. Anyway, keep going with your Michael Bay directorial debut. So, yeah, he comes in. He's this young hotshot, and they basically are like, we're going to give you no money to do this, and we're going to pay you no money to do this, but also the script is going to require some pretty heavy rewrites. And the reason that the script was going to require pretty heavy rewrites is because this was a story that was um, sold and then bounced around a little bit and not picked up. But originally it was a buddy cop drama or buddy cop 
comedy action written for, and you will never fucking guess this in a million years, Dana Carvey and John Lovitz. Whoa. Like, you couldn't get fucking further away. Like That's such a sliding doors moment there. Yeah. Like, can you imagine if that would have been made? uh, Yeah. I'm really glad it I wasn't. Mean, I'm really glad they made. I what feel they made. like what we got ended up being a much different movie than the script. So, and and part of that is they only give him ten grand to rewrite the whole script, and obviously going from John Lovitz and Dana Carvey to Martin Lawrence and Will Smith uh, is not, you're not going to make the same movie. And and I think Michael Bay didn't want to make the same movie because I I'm going to assume that the John Lovitz Dana Carvey those guys were comedians. Martin Lawrence was a comedian. Will was a musician and a comedian. They didn't want to make a comedy, right? They wanted to make an action movie. That's what Michael Bay wanted to do. So lots of rewrites needed. No, but he didn't have no the money. <laughs> so ton of it was just, he would just be like, hey, you work off each other ad libs. So they, they would they would just like improv lines. And then Martin Lawrence would come to Michael Bay and be like, in that last take, Will Smith called me a bitch and I'm very upset. And then Michael would be like, well, what would you say to him? Like, work with it, work with it. So like a lot of that banter, that back and forth, apparently it's just them kind of, you know, getting to know each other and, and, and bouncing off each other and shit like that. That's unreal. That's a great fact, right? The John Lovitz Dana Carvey thing is fucking bananas. Yeah. Like, I don't even know how that would work as a movie. Oh, uh, shout like out shitty... John Lovitz's best role as the weird wedding singer in The Wedding Singer. <laughs> I thought he was didn't wasn't he in Rat Race? He did a great job in Rat Race. I've never he? seen Rat Race. I haven't either. Oh, Rat Race is a good movie. There's just a lot of love for it. Oh, Rat Rat Race is one of those movies where you can kind of like just throw on and not pay attention, and it's just like kind of there. It's my favorite yeah, type it's of that, movie. It's that good. Yeah, that's what I. That's why yeah. I watch movies just to throw on. <laughs> no, no, but you. But no, it's like. I, I say it, remind, it reminds me of like Cannonball Run. Cannonball Run. There's oh, okay. there's a deep cut. You guys gave Predators. Chris, you gave it a four out of ten. Tuck, you gave it a five out of ten, even though you haven't seen it. Yeah. <laughs> the Predator, sorry, the Predator. Um, what would you guys rank Bad Boys for Life? Out of ten, I guess. Oh. Even though honestly, I think a scale out of five makes more sense, but that's just me. Whatever. Live your dreams. Yeah. Then you just end up with half points, and you sound like a weirdo. So, uh, I, <laughs> go ahead, Chris. I say I'd probably give it like a seven out of ten. Wow! Whoa. Like it's definitely to me, it's it's entertaining. Like I'm definitely entertained when I watch the the film. There's certain things that I don't care for. There's also certain things where it's like I felt they were definitely trying to push um, certain characters onto you. That's like, yes. hey, you should feel for this guy, even though you have no clue. Any of his backstory. Yeah. Um, so that kind of bugged me. But like overall, it's a entertaining movie to me. I like. Yeah, I'll give you I'll give a six and a half because Ryan made us go out of ten and I'm going to add a half point anyway. You, but what? Like, you just said you didn't want to do five because <laughs> of half points. Bro, what's your problem? Come that's on, bro. What, that's, that's what I'm doing. Uh, no, this I'll give it a six and a half because I, I agree with that. The sentiment that they were pushing characters. I didn't. I think they were setting it up for the next generation of bad boys which i don't like i don't little, like when movies little, do yeah. little bad boys the new gen yeah, and the new gen little ba- uh, bad boys the new class the new class yeah like uh it worked with 22 jump street because it was a complete remake but like that doesn't doesn't work in this situation like those jump I street movies that, are good they're great 21 and 22 jump street are fantastic but like um i didn't yeah, I didn't enjoy Martin Lawrence in the first twenty minutes. I thought he kind of turned the turned his performance around. Will Smith was his character through and through, so I'll give him that. Uh, the bad guy, she actually fun fact about her, Ryan. You you want to know this? Yes, that's El Chapo's girlfriend. Like the real life El Chapo, like for real. Yeah, for real. My uh, Jesus. Shout out, shout out Trail JFB, uh, another Instagram follower. He's he told me that he's like, yeah, that's so El this, Chapo's girlfriend. This actress is dating like a criminal overlord uh i don't think they're still dating interesting fact about bad boys 2 there's the the scene on the freeway where uh will smith and martin lawrence are in the ferrari and the 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 bad guys are dropping cars (laughs) yeah um from the car hauler so they actually did that they went to an abandoned they went to an abandoned um airstrip 
and they they actually drove down this airstrip dropping cars and then they had other cars that were in behind that had a whole bunch of different cameras um mounted to them and there's actually one where they destroyed and you can actually see it in the film where like as it's driving you see this car like kind of rolling and then it's like a half second where the screen goes black and that's actually because the car hit the Damn, camera that's, that's, that's nuts. unreal yeah actually like so it's super funny so the thing that's actually cgi'd in that whole scene is the ferrari yeah too expensive can't smash. because the, because yeah, they couldn't they couldn't risk the Ferrari getting wrecked <laughs> by dropping all these cars, so they CGI'd the Ferrari into the scene. That's an awesome fact, Chris. But everything everything else is actual like practical, like real world dropping cars, letting them roll. I love I, I like instinctively I wanted to say I love a practical effect, but what I really love is good effects. And if the best yeah. way you can get your shot is CG or the best way you can get it is practical, or the best way you can get it is a combination of the two. That's what I love, is I just love good effects. Yeah, I'm I'm the same way. Like I I tend to like lean towards the whole uh practical effects. But I'm like my whole thing is like I don't care if it's CG or if it's practical, like if it looks like it fits and it doesn't doesn't take me out of the like the immersion of the mm-hmm. movie where it's like okay like that was obviously fake or that was obviously bad like not well done that's that's what i like for sure like just as long as it's done Absolutely. well yeah if you don't have to if you don't have to look past it like there's certain there's certain effects and we've talked about this like if you're in space or if you're doing something that you know it's going to be fake but if you don't have to look past the fact that it's like ah the effects were bad but hey it was a good movie then that's what i want yeah, that's that's me too. Her name is Kate Dick Del Castillo. So Oh, there it is. The, he that's did El Chapo's, El Chapo's girlfriend. girlfriend. Yeah. Kate. Yeah, just imagine fact. being like, Oh hey, how nice to meet you guys. I'm Kate. This is my boyfriend El Chapo. Wait, there's what? A, His name's El Chapo? There's a three part documentary series on the day she met El Chapo and their relationship. Do you on think Netflix, it, I believe? I don't know. Do you think he funded getting Bad Boys for Life? Oh, damn. Made? Whoa. Maybe. You guys know that um, U.S. Just conspiracy no, theory. No, no, no. U.S. Secretary there. Treasury Steve Mnuchin is a movie producer, right? No. Like, Trump's like money no. guy, Steve Mnuchin. Yeah. Uh, he produced Edge of Tomorrow, which fucking rules with Tom Cruise. And oh, he did Mad Max. another Mac- Tom oh, Cruise movie. And he did Mad yeah. Max Fury Road. Great movie. And Wonder Woman. Great movie. Oh, wow. Yeah. He's done great. Yeah, movies. like he's yeah. he was a legit like movie producer guy, which obviously clearly he's qualified to run all the money in the US. Moving on. So yeah, if we're going Bad Boys for Life, six and a half, seven out of ten. Okay, those are good ratings. I would give it a legit four out of ten. I liked <sighs> The Predator much better than I liked Bad Boys for Life. Fair enough, but you're not a bad boy super fan like the two of us. I do want to say yeah, so. one thing about Michael Bay in general. Can I do that? I would love to talk about Michael Bay. Yeah, like I think we could pivot this because we got about 10, 10, 15 minutes to talk more Michael Bay. But I think Michael Bay gets a really bad rap. Like he gets kind of shit on for just being the guy that just like South Park shit on him for like four episodes where it's just like Michael Bay is going to direct this. Boom, bam. And that's all he does is just like explosions and dumb action. I'll argue that Michael Bay does that because it makes money. He actually makes good movies when it's the first time around, first and second time around. Like if you look at Bad Boys 1 and 2 are a good case study. Another good case study of that, Transformers 1 and 2. You lost me at 2. Transformers 1, Transformers 1 legitimately fucking slaps. It was, like, it's, it, it's an amazing movie. Yeah. That scene when, that scene when um, I remember I watched it with my dad, but that scene when Sh- uh, Shia LaBeouf opens the car, or Bumblebee opens I believe his friend's LaBeouf. Obviously. <laughs> he opens his own Bumblebee opens his own door and Shia LaBeouf goes to Megan Fox he goes like um, 30 years from now you're going to be looking back and you're going to you're not going to want to say hey I wish I would have gotten the car like that scene right there you know what I'm talking about is just one of those scenes where it's like oh fuck this is a good movie like it, it's one of those Jurassic Park moments the first Transformers holds up and is good and part of it is because it gives you that sense of like uh, kind of like childhood wonder like you know yeah. when you were a kid and you watched the Goonies and that feeling you got of like adventure and like what if I found a pirate ship and what I was on this adventure and, and, and whatever Transformers makes you like feel like 
that sense of joy and excitement. Like, what if my fucking car was a cool robot? Like, it gets you in the zone. And the other ones are yeah. trash. Straight, hot garbage. But that's because they still make money. And so he's just oh, like, well, sure. I put all this effort. So he can make, Michael Bay can make a really, really good movie. But he just We talk about The Rock and Armageddon all the time. We clearly oh, yeah. do like Michael Bay. I just, I think there's a lot of, in general, Michael Bay hate. I I think there is too. And like, to be honest, I might be a Michael Bay super fan and <laughs> just didn't know it. Cause I, I pulled, I pulled up all the movies he's directed and I'm just like, like that one. Like, like, uh, six underground went straight to Netflix. Ryan, Ooh, I know you probably thought it was bad. horrible. I thought it was great. I thought it was great. I thought it was, I thought it was a lot of fun. Yeah. Right. Like it didn't take itself seriously. Right. It was just like it was trying to make fun of like the whole spy genre. And I thought it did a really good I job thought, of that. Okay. So the only mistake, and they make the mistake in the first 10 minutes, is they kill that um, little Franco. They kill little Franco in the first like 10 minutes. Spoiler alert. Yeah. They should have kept he him. He was a great character. And they don't, and they do a bit of a forced kind of getting like, um, who was it? Walker's favorite trope is getting the band back together. They, they do a bit of yeah. a forced band back together and it's not very because that's michael bay's direction is it's not is it's a little choppy but i liked six underground and i hope they make more because there's a lot of potential there here here is my opinion about six underground it is 42 two-minute scenes that michael bay has directed and then he has numbered them and pulled numbers out of a hat and then edited them in that order like the movie's all over the fucking place like the scenes when you watch it you're like oh this is definitely a michael bay movie and that's not necessarily bad i'm not saying it's bad like the scenes have a very specific look and they do look cool but that it was all over the fucking place like it did not flow at all well i think it was trying to do that weird like jump forward and back along a a timeline and it didn't work that well guys michael i michael bay is not a good enough filmmaker to do that like he's good at what he does but that's not it like I'm, I'm fucking, I'm your number one podcaster. You better believe it. But when I put together a bike rack, it's sketchy. It works, but it's not great. <laughs> he did a Wilson Phillips music video. <laughs> nice. Like, yeah, the song from Bridesmaids. Mm-hmm. That's Wilson Phillips. Um, but I he know, did Pearl I'm Harbor aware. like that. Armageddon like that. Pearl, Rock, ha- like Pearl that. Harbor wasn't great. Pearl Harbor wasn't great, but like 13 hours, great movie. Pain and Gain. Hilarious I fucking love painting. Painting uh, game f- rules. I didn't love. Oh yeah, I didn't Tra- love painting game. In fact, I, I just... spoiler alert: painting game leads into my upcoming top three. Ooh, think about it. Ooh. Was it top three rock movies? Because I'm gonna nail this. Okay. Well. Um. No, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're all Fast and Furious movies, by the way. If it's top three rock movies, I don't know. I didn't love painting game, but I didn't hate it. Like I was just right in the middle. I thought it wasn't Mark Wahlberg's best role. I don't like seeing him in that. I don't like seeing Mark Wahlberg as a dickhead, like a douchebag, like a weirdo. He's just a weirdo in that movie. You know he is a dickhead, right? <laughs> no, not in my mind, and I don't like seeing him as that. No, seems seems super nice to me. He blinded a man. What? Yeah, when he was like a teenager in Boston, he like threw a bottle at a convenience store owner and blinded him. He had a rough upbringing, Ryan, and it's a great <laughs> so, story. Are you making excuses for this? What, a guy can't grow up in South Boston and have a little run-in with the cops every once in a while? Like, I mean, it's South whoa, Boston. Right. Judge Judy. Good thing she's retiring. You could take her seat. Also, I got to admit, I don't know if he's from South Boston. I just know he's from that area. It works. I, I that works. Just Boston. leave that I in know there. That Cut bo- that. I, I only know one part of Boston, and then that's the town, because of the movie yeah. The Town. Great movie, by the way. Great Wonderful movie. movie. No, and uh, The Island? The Island's good. It's a great movie. Island's good. Island's a great movie, right? Yeah, I might be a Michael Bay super fan. No, I think he does. I think he gets shit. He kind of gets shit for being the Nickelback of directors, but I think Nickelback Ooh, still puts out. That's a good analogy. The Nickelback yeah. of directors, but he, it's Nickelback. Like... Yeah, but Nickel Nickelback still makes money, and they still put out bangers. <laughs> they still put out bangers. Yeah. yeah. I see, and I think everybody secretly loves Nickelback. I love, yeah. But because it's so because because everybody loves to shit on Nickelback. So they all try and hide it. It's a like I'll just I'm gonna sh- I'm gonna shit on Nickelback because that's what everybody else does. But secretly I love them. I'll admit I do enjoy Nickelback. I love Nickelback. I was in the first podcast. I got it out there. 
But yeah, I'm not I, gonna say I love Nickelback, but I'm sure there's a couple of Nickelback songs that I like that I just can't think of. But but here's the thing: is is Nickelback, Michael Bay? What what you're saying is they're very formulaic. We know exactly yeah. what they're doing. They're following a pattern, yeah. and that pattern makes money. And some people hate that because it's predictable. But some people like predictability. Um, you know, some people want to go and be entertained by something that's like direct, not stressful, entertaining. You know, uh, I'm not always in the mood to watch a movie that makes my brain hurt because sometimes it's just like my brain hurts already. I can't. I can't do it. Um, yeah. And so sometimes you want to watch that Michael Bay explosion fest and he's good at it. Yeah. Not Minus every, six underground. That was trash. Not every time. Like, he, And he, he gets lazy for sure. Just like Nickelback. But uh, there's a book called Your Favorite Band is Killing Me. Which is actually a really interesting book about music rivalries, and it talks about that phenomenon of I can't remember what he calls. It. I think he calls them lazy opinions, or but they're popular opinions that everybody has that it's just easy to take. And hating Nickelback is one of them. Hating Michael Bay is one of them. Uh, there's a few other common ones that you hear, and you're just like, oh, geez, like really again that one. But yeah, I don't know. I I like Michael Bay. That's uh, I think where that that ends. Books, hey, yeah, you're talking about I, books. Okay, I, no, yeah, I get it. I see yeah, what we're really... doing. Really. You didn't do your research on that now, did you, Ryan? <laughs> no, I didn't read this book that I didn't know you were going to talk about. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to give you guys, damn it. Do we do crispy gems or top threes? Why can't I we remember do, this talk? Why can't I remember three. what comes first? We do top three first, and then we do crispy gems. And I don't okay. have a crispy gem, but I'll just talk about what I watched. <laughs> okay. Well, I got a crispy gem, and I got a top three. Top three coming in hot. We're going to do your weird um snake, uh, worm, worm snake draft. draft. Snake draft? <laughs> snake draft. Okay. Who goes first? How yeah, does this hey, work? Hey, Ryan. With me, it's a snake draft. You know what I mean? <laughs> Not a I don't. No, I don't want to know what you mean. I don't like this. <laughs> Thanks, Chris. Thank you. <laughs> Who goes first, Tuck? Because uh, I'm going to say the thing. So you, uh, Chris, you go first. I'll go Okay. I'll go third, and Ryan, you can go second. Okay, so in honor of Michael Bay, I was obviously thinking about Michael Bay movies, and you were close before, Tuck. Because I want to talk about top Mark Wahlberg movies. Yes. Mark Wahlberg was in Pain yes. Again. And Mark Wahlberg's got, he's got a lot of movies. So, and this isn't what you think is necessarily the best. That's not how top three works. Top three isn't what you think is the best. It's what you like, what you want to put number one, number two, number three in the moment. Yeah, maybe we could remind our listeners of that because I get really roasted for these top threes sometimes. Well, I mean, also your opinion. You, you've you made some bad choices in top threes, so I, I encourage them to roast you more, in fact. Okay. Uh, and Chris, I'm going to tweet your phone number when we put this up so they can roast you directly. <laughs> what? Well, you can just you can throw throw my Instagram on there and... Hell yeah. I don't know. I don't we'll pay tag attention you, to that stuff that often, so... Okay, yeah, we'll, okay number... number Top three Mark Wahlberg movies, starting with Chris. He gets to give one. I give one. Uh, I'm going to go with Two Guns. Wow, uh, interesting. Mark, Mark Mark Wahlberg, Denzel Washington. My man. Uh, it's kind of like a buddy cop movie, just like Bad Boys. I kind of love those movies. Um, okay, I see a pattern. Yeah, I can, I can sit down and watch Two Guns like anytime it's on or... If I can't find something on Netflix or anything to watch, like I can throw on two guns, no problem. Good call. I have twenty dollars that says I know what Tuck's number one Mark Wahlberg pick is. <laughs> Am I, you're next. You're up next, right? You're Tuck? next. Oh, you're next. You said you're number two. Oh nope, I did. Play back the tape. I, I don't know how but to anyway, do that. I'll go number two. No, I think Tuck was three, and then you were two, Ryan. But I'm two. Yeah, I think so. Well, then I'm stealing his pick. Fuck him. It's The Departed. Uh, I was going to go with that. <laughs> yeah, I fucking knew it. But also, you're correct. That movie is great. It rules. Okay, so now it's my pick, and I'm going to go with... Who are, who are you? I'm the guy who does his job. You must be the other guy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. this is He makes a lot of good movies. I'm going to go with... Uh, I got two. I get to pick two. So I'm going with... Yeah, because you're third, right? I think that's how you explained this draft to me the other week I when did. we did it. I did, yeah. So I get, uh, I'm going to go with Italian Job. Okay. And All right. Shooter. Shooter. I like Shooter. Shooter I wouldn't consider a good movie, but I really like it for whatever yep, reason. I like... Do you guys ever watch the TV show? I did not with Ryan Phillippe. How is it? Yeah. I watched the first season. It wasn't bad, but the first season was basically them just rehashing the movie. Sure. Um, 
I never, I don't even know if they came out with a second season, to be honest. I hope they didn't. <laughs> okay, what's your what's your second pick, Ryan? You get one. Obviously. Uh, the Fighter. Good call. Head body, head body. Uh, did he win? Or he might have got nominated. No, I think it was Christian, Christian Bale, Bale that got and, nominated uh, for that. The wife, the boxer's wife, which I always reference on. I think it's Amy Adams. But that's a shout out to Saturday Night Live weekend update because they always have the boxer's life, the boxer's wife on that. Do you know what I'm talking about, Ryan? I'm, I don't know I'm that. Taking bit. the kids. No, sorry. I'm, I'm going sorry. to my sisters. <laughs> so good. Yeah, that's, yeah. This is a good Boston accent. Yeah, the fighters. It's a good movie. It does a good job. Oh yeah, and like that whole that whole movie is awesome. That was a good pick. I was gonna. Maybe snake that for third. No, I got my third. Okay, so now it goes to Chris, and Chris does second and third, and then it goes back? Yep. This snake draft is so complicated. Not really. Man, I don't know. There's, he's got a lot of good, he's got a lot of movies I like. Um, Like, you said Shooter, and the first thing that came to my head was Lone Survivor, because I, I enjoy, I enjoy Lone Survivor more than Shooter. Not saying Shooter's a bad movie, I just, I personally enjoy Lone Survivor more. Yep, and you could shit on other people's picks. Lone Survivor is very good, and it's also a Peter Berg movie, and I actually, I really love Peter Berg. Peter Berg also directed Patriot's Day, uh, Patriot's Day Deepwater Horizon, and uh, one of my favorites, Battleship. Just kidding. Friday, <laughs> Friday, he did direct Battleship, but it sucked. But he did Friday Night Lights as well. And, oh, actually, have you guys seen The Kingdom? Uh, with Jamie um, Foxx? Yes. Yeah. Peter Berg yeah, directs yeah. The Kingdom, and it's one of my, I would put it maybe in my top 10 of all time. If you guys haven't seen The Kingdom, wow. it really is. I, that's, a, that's a really oh, good yeah, movie. Oh, no. yeah, no. Talk, go watch The Kingdom. I'm going to watch it again. Yeah, it is. I think it's on Netflix. Very good. But I don't, yeah, I wouldn't. Right, so I'll, okay, what's your third? I guess I'll go with Lone Survivor as my, as my second pick. And then Solid. probably my probably my third pick, uh, it's like, just because it's kind of one of my like favorite crappy movies to watch is four brothers damn it oh hell God yeah we've it. talked about four brothers so, well i mean there's that i love i love movies that have like great one-liners in them oh. and like there's yes. the one where well, there's the one part where they're out on the ice and he's just like the bad guys just look at him and goes i love the way you do business <laughs> and it's just like i don't know why that's always stuck with me i have a horrible habit of like throwing out movie one-liners like while i'm at work um that's one that comes up all the time so four brothers is gonna be yeah it's gonna be my third pick and i saw that i was definitely gonna take that as my third i saw that in new york city like in a in Times square in a theater and like there's a scene at the end when the bad guy gets got and it's just like the whole theater just exploded and everybody was just yelling at the screen and I was just like, this is the greatest movie I've ever seen. Mostly because of the movie watching experience. Like I love for it yeah. because it brings me back to that. And every time, every time that scene comes up and there's a few other great, like Andre 3000s in it, it's so good. Like that whole movie is amazing. Yeah. I was going to take that as Guys, my third. Guys, I, I abs I absolutely cannot believe that in only twelve episodes Tuck has told the same tw- four brothers story twice. What like what? Nobody talks about that movie ever, and well, Tuck has told the same story twice nobody, about four it's a brothers. Good movie. Nobody listened to it. Nobody listened to the first two episodes. So like I'm really like ninety six plays. Like people have listened. I know. Okay, sorry. You guys knew that story, but it just it was a very, it was a very fun time, Ryan. It was a good time. I'm gonna repeat I'm stories. I'm glad. Whatever. What? What's your, what's your... <laughs> I didn't mean that. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to hurt Whatever. your feelings. What's My your, third movie, what's your third obviously, dumb pick. Uh, Boogie Nights. Not a ah. dumb pick. A much better movie than the movies you guys are picking. No, I was gonna. I was thinking about <laughs> Boogie Nights. That was a great movie. <laughs> you know what? Bad news. Not his real dick. Prosthetic dick. We can all be sad. You thought you knew what his dick looked like. You don't. Yeah, they CGI'd it to be smaller. That's how it worked out. Um. <laughs> 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 Yeah, Boogie Nights is a good pick. Okay, my third pick, because Four Brothers is now off the board, is I'm going to take... Uh... Oh, it's tough. Other guys? I'm going to go with other guys. Other guys. Oh, damn, that's good. That is and good. then... Um... See, uh, it says FBI, and you think it's the Federal Bureau of Investigations, but if you if you look <laughs> closer at the cup, actually what it says is female body inspector, and that is the joke, because like... So, I was gonna take right I was gonna take Invincible that that gets a close fourth the football movie yeah because I love football movies um, and Spencer Confidential oh actually speaking Spencer of Spencer Confidential movies, is brutal okay 
Spencer Confidential is brutal. But how you guys, when you were talking about best sports movies ever, and not one person said Rudy, oh, yeah, really fair hurt point. my feelings. Fair point. Yeah, that's a fair point. That movie makes me cry when I watch it. Speaking of movies that make me cry, but yeah, it um, it's got it's emotional. Like it's so sad. And then when they're like they're all handing oh, yeah. their jerseys over, I'm just like. Uh, I'm not crying. You're crying. Oh uh, yeah, man stuff. My favorite, my favorite Sean Austin movie. Um, not Rudy, not any of the Lord of the Rings. It's a movie called Toy Soldiers. It's got him. It's got Will Wheaton. It's got a couple uh, other guys. Is that the and they're one where Go they ahead. come alive. Like, is that that one? No, no. You're thinking of uh, Small Soldiers. Yeah. Also, yep. a movie that is fucking fun. This movie is from like I don't know, like ninety or ninety one or something. Uh, they're all pretty young guys. Uh, they're in a private school, and some of the kids in the private school have like relatively rich dads, and so like some like Colombian drug lord rolls in to take them all hostage, and it's about like the fucking bad kids that always get detention, like trying to break out and rebel against the Colombian drug lords. This movie fucking rules. I think I've seen the like the cover of the. VHS had a nutcracker on it. I think I've actually, I think I've seen that movie, Ryan. It's a great movie. It's really good. It's it was a long time ago, but yeah, like if if I'm if I'm thinking of the right movie, like it was like well done. Tuck, there's also like before they get um taken hostage and stuff, it's just showing like oh how these this group of roommates is like the troublemakers in the private school, and they're like sneaking in Listerine and then, like, replacing the Listerine with, like, slightly colored vodka so they can, like, sell bootleg vodka drinks without being busted. It really makes me think of, like, our time in university where we definitely maybe did some inappropriate things. <laughs> um, yeah. Yep. Uh, oh, moving on. Oh, we're out of time. We're out of time. <laughs> we're out of time. Damn. Okay, well, we heard about everybody's favorite Mark Wahlberg movie. Now the crispiest segment of them all. Crispy jams. Crispy jams. What do you got, Ryan? Give us. That's new. That was new. My crispy jam for this week. Uh, a show that they just added to Netflix. It's not a new show. It's not a Netflix original. Uh, but I've, it's a show that I started watching. Um, it's called Kingdom, and it's like an MMA show. It's fictional. It's not. It's not about. Oh. MMA. It's not about the UFC, but it's about like a Frank Grillo is a gym owner, and he's like training his sons. He's training another guy, and like. It's just really good. I've watched that. like six or seven episodes. Yeah. Fucking rules. I clicked on it yesterday. It's good. It's good. I like it. I really like Frank Grillo, though, which is like he's a guy that has done some stuff, but has never got really super famous. But like, I really like him. He's, uh, yeah, I know who you're talking about. Um, it's got, uh, oh, yeah, I love Frank Grillo. He did. Uh, oh, it's got one of the um, Jonas Brothers. It's got Nick Jonas. Okay, but there's like three seasons on Netflix, isn't there? Yeah. And so I'm like partway through season one. I'm really enjoying it. Awesome. Um. Okay, Kingdom. Good choice. I got. Um. I got a couple of corrections. Great, can great I, choice. You're welcome. Can I add a couple Thank of corrections you. before I do my crispy jam? But it's not really that good. Um. Yeah, for sure. As long as you're not correcting me, don't you fucking? Dare. I was because you said in the Corey episode you wow. said Matthew McConaughey was in Operation uh, Dumbo Drop. Yes, he wasn't. What? He was in Larger Than Life, which is with Bill Murray, and it's another elephant movie with Matthew McConaughey, but he was not in Are Operation Dumbo Are you fucking Dumbo kidding Drop. me? Yeah. Is it also about dropping a fucking elephant somewhere? No, it's a motivational speaker that has an elephant. I don't know. I just read the Wikipedia, but he is not in Operation Dumbo Drop. But Michael also, Bay. he's in another- or Matthew McConaughey. Or they, but, so he's in another elephant movie from the same era. Correct. Okay, wow. Um, wow. Also, I mentioned Hell on Wheels. A bit bit of a shout out to Hell on Wheels. Uh, one of our Instagram followers, Katesky14, she wanted me to mention that Hell on Wheels was shot right around Calgary, all around the south by Longview in that area. And it's um, it's on Netflix. It's got four seasons. It's a great show. So yeah, Hell on Wheels, shot around Calgary. Shout out to that. Tuck, you realize now you're going to start correcting me. Does this mean you want me to start correcting you? Because nope. I'll fucking do no, it, this guy. This is a one-way street. It's a one-way street. One street. You do. It's weird how you that You do correct me. Like This is like one of those things where it's like, <laughs> I'm just pointing out a couple of things. Okay, okay. Matthew no, I appreciate that. And operation. also, it's so funny that my brain was just like, whatever. Elephants, Matthew McConaughey, yeah. fucking who cares? The fact that you've seen both of those movies is enough. I don't like, even know yeah, if I've you've... seen both of those movies. Like, it's just, <laughs> it's in there. It rattles around. So, and then uh, I watched Death Wish this week. Oh, the remake. Bruce Willis? Yeah. I don't know if this movie needed to be remade. Definitely I not. Didn't like, how many of our listeners, well done. maybe we'll do a poll next week, but, like, who even know who knows who Charles Bronson is? So, yeah, those movies are badass. Like, they didn't age well at all, but they... 
like those movies are badass. This one was just like like Vincent DeForno's in it, and I usually like him. Uh, but no, it just didn't like it was sad, and then it was it was we like we talked about Punisher a few weeks ago, and he didn't age well, and this movie just wasn't wasn't great. Like, um, I thought it like oh, I did feel some emotions from it. You didn't. Love there's it. a couple of really sad scenes, but no, I didn't love it. It was like yeah. six out of ten, it's, five out of ten. Yeah, it didn't age well. Chris, you got any crispy gems for us, bud? I actually do. I'm gonna I'm gonna take you back nice. to ni- 1986. Uh, That's the year I was born. Shout out, shout out, Ryan too. Phillips. Me too. What up? Just just because just because you guys keep talking about Top Gun and mm-hmm. like how pumped you guys are to see it. So I don't know if you've seen like this movie or the four sequels it has. But four sequels. Iron Eagle. Um, if you guys have never if you guys have never seen it, it's like a poor man's Top Gun. I don't think um, I have seen Iron Eagle, but do I? Am I wrong in saying that Iron Eagle stars Louis Gossett Jr.? You are not wrong. You yeah, are correct. Yeah. So there you go. There's. There, Jesus the, why Christ. am I like this? What is wrong? I don't know. With I don't know how you how you do that. Um, I'm gonna be honest though. I don't know where you could stream it. You might have to. Uh, I'm sure BMX, if you needed to rent BMX down rent to your it. local Blockbuster Video, which is I think a joke I've made three episodes in a row, and I don't care. I'm gonna keep making it. Yeah, Ryan's made the same three jokes in twelve episodes. It's but my jokes are good. That's the difference. <laughs> oh. Get fucked. Get fucked. <laughs> okay, that's a great one. Iron Eagle. So four sequels. Wow, wasn't this a video game too? Oh, if they made if they four made... sequels in the late eighties, early nineties, they definitely made a video game to try to it was capitalize a side-scrolling on it. video game. There, that was okay. a time when, when you could pay one guy to make a video game. One guy. Great crispy jam, Chris. That Thank you for that. Cut. I just, love that. Yeah, love for that. anybody that likes uh, likes Top Gun, this is kind of like a poor man's Top Gun. Oh, here it is. I'll tell you where you can watch it. Apple TV for fourteen ninety nine, or or YouTube for twelve ninety nine. What, what are you? you what are you buying it? <laughs> I know, Tuck. I know you said that we're not a video game podcast, but we gotta talk about hashtag free Fortnite. Like the big lawsuit. Come on, right? We have time, don't oh, we? Oh, now nah, we're. We're about out, but that is nuts how they tried to circumvent Apple Pay and now they're just like, you cut. I just want to talk is about what, Fortnite. Oh, sorry, can you explain to me? Okay, like, I just Ryan, saw the, I, I saw the video. You have you have one minute now. Okay, Fortnite is a very large game and they make a ton of money for their owner, Epic Games. And Epic Games um, tried to circumvent the Apple and Google stores by selling in-game currency themselves and Apple and Google take huge cuts of that. Apple takes 30%. So as soon as they tried to do that, Apple was like, no, you're out of the store, so you can't get Fortnite on Apple anymore. And Apple's like, it's because we like curate it, and it's all like very, uh, we check it and make sure it's all good. But Epic's like, no, fuck you. You're just trying to take money, and you're like ruining the ecosystem, and you're making it so like really small developers can't afford to put their stuff in your store because you're taking such a huge cut. And now there's this, now they're encouraging all their Fortnite players, which is like every 13-year-old kid on the planet to like, rebel against apple and 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 tim cook is 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 there there it's is he's like a, a dictator on the internet and like it's a whole fight how am i doing for time i'm out of stuff that was it i did it 10 seconds you did it fucking yeah. did it no it's a good point so i but don't I, I don't play fortnite i would like you guys to know i'm a grown man i don't play fortnite but i do watch a video game news show because i'm a grown man also <laughs> just buy an just buy an xbox like just buy an xbox yeah i would actually go ps5 i'm going ps5 Xbox has no good launch titles. What is PS5 coming out with? That new Spider-Man game, the oh, yeah, new Horizon right. Zero Dawn, uh, and they haven't announced it, but they're most likely going to do a God of War sequel, and uh, that's like that's pretty good for me. Yeah, I was going to say like Xbox had announced like Halo Infinite. Oh, and then they pushed the it. Xbox so... Series X. Yeah, now they're now they're pushing it. They're they don't even know when. They just like postponed it. But right, talk. Look what happened. Game video March. games. We're doing video games. Right. Um, sorry, talk. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. That's okay. I'm just not. A, I don't have time for video games and movies. And Ryan just has time for video games. So, is this like this is episode twelve? We're not growing apart, are we, Ryan? No, you can't get rid of me. I'm like a parasite at this <laughs> point, bud. <laughs> no, I think this is good. I think we. I think we were great. Okay. Good crispy gems. Great top three. Maybe not sometime soon, but one of these days, your beautiful wife, Jen, is going to get sick of how much time you spend on the pod. She's finally going to divorce you. You're going to move into my basement. We're going to do four podcasts a week. It's going to be great. 
That's a picture of the future right there. Um, <laughs> Why does it got to be so bleak, though? Eh, I'm in a dark place. Uh, Chris, I'm playing video games. Chris, I'm thank playing you video so, games. Chris, thank you so much for coming on. So much. This was a blast. Chris, oh, I had a great time. Thanks, guys. Super Chris. This if was If you great. could also do me a favor, go back in time, leave me a voicemail next week so I can also put it in this episode because you're the only one who does it. That would be great. Anchor.fm slash tuck and rolls. Instagram, tuck and rolls. Leave us. Interact. We interact. I'm shouting out people. I'm going to do it every episode. I'm shouting people out. Hell yeah. Okay, guys. Thanks very much. Take it easy. Love you guys. Oh, I love you too. I'm not afraid to say it. Mm-hmm.